0: Hey everybody, welcome into the Divot Room. I'm Chris and we're back in our own environment. We're via Zoom, the only thing that's wrong is you don't have a piece of equipment. It's okay. I can hold it. Yeah, we, we uh I took your microphone and microphone stand home with me after Bandon and then we met back up for a beer and I brought you your microphone. You're like, Well, where's my stand? I'm like, fuck. Fuck! <laughs> I even I even was thinking. I'm like, I wonder if these are one of these are Todd's I should text him and I, I'm an idiot,
1: idiot. Well, it was a good reason to meet up at uh, Stark Street Pizza and have a pitcher. Yeah, you know, lick our wounds from bandits.
0: It had been a while since uh, I've had a pitcher of beer.
1: Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. It was Eleven bucks.
0: Yeah, it was great. Eleven
1: bucks for yeah, for a big tall pitcher Coors Light.
0: Yeah, it was it was fun. It was good to meet up uh just um nice halfway point, I think. Maybe we pulled up how long it was gonna take me to get home and how long it was gonna take you and I think your drive home was a little bit quicker than mine. But I was
1: surprised by that, but there's a bunch of construction in Gladstone. Yeah, you.
0: yeah, and I think traffic going that way might just be a little bit worse at that time of day. It seems like distance-wise, is probably about about the same.
1: Yeah, that was on Monday night. Sounds right. And I think that was a, my first beverage since I'd gotten home from Bandon, because I was sick as hell. Yeah, yeah. I walked in the door Thursday night and became violently sick of everything
0: <laughs> i think lots
1: of lots of bodies shut down
0: yeah i think all of us that went we put our bodies through the ringer and we just didn't feel right until a few days later so it's all right yeah yeah i think you took the brunt of it though yeah i did so i like it. so last time we recorded we were in bandon uh, a little mm-hmm. off the rails, a little out of our element. We had we had a special guest. We had Frank. We we never talked about how many balls Frankie lost. I know because Boston he uh, he texted me and he's like,
1: "How many balls did Frank lose? <laughs> did you did a, did you reach out to Frank and verify?
0: I I didn't. Um, I. I suppose we can while we're recording here to make sure we get the our story straight. But
1: yeah, I want to say it was like fi-
0: I want to say it was like five or six at trails. I,
1: I feel like it was closer to nine, but we're going to find <laughs> out right now from Frank. <laughs> uh, Made him real mad, uh, and then I think the last day or at Old well, McDonald he only lost two.
0: Yeah, and then we played um, oh Pacific and the Zephyr. The last day, old man. One
1: one hole of rain and sleet and wind, and that was it. I guess it was kind of windy all day, but
0: yeah. I mean, it started. It's it definitely was windier. We had no wind for the first four rounds, but it started off a little bit breezy and kind of wet. And then, at least I was playing in the group ahead of you, and on that third hole, oh my god, thing! It was just coming sideways. It was hailing. Uh, and then after that hole, it pretty much stopped. But, yeah, it was breezy pretty much all day.
1: You were on the par five. Yeah. Number four, and I was on three. I birdied three. Ah, oh, so easy in isn't the 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 par, And the not the rain. Isn't
0: the par th- five number three, and you were on yeah, two? Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Number four is on the edge of the continent.
1: That's yeah, right. So, two, I birdied. Meanwhile, mix bag... He put down his umbrella but left it in his pushcart.
0: Who brings an umbrella to abandon?
1: No oh my gosh. <laughs> it then inflated and became a sale and he had a complete garage sale <laughs> and, and his uh umbrella ran a whole way and so I since I birded it I ran over there and got his umbrella for him.
0: cuz you're you're a servant. You that's yeah. what you do. You you help people.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know and I was just like, "Ah, this whole so easy." <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I just got a text from Frankie. Less than 18. Can't remember exactly. Jeez. All right.
0: That's fine. We'll just go with 6 to 9. How about that? Yeah, that
1: that sounds good. That sounds good.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, we we really lucked out with weather. We had four days of no wind, which I don't think I've ever had, and four days of, like, 55 to 60-degree highs i mean clearly when we started it was a little bit cooler when we finished it was a little bit cooler but man we there's something about our luck down there yeah uh, we'll make sure to give people the dates that we're going so you'll probably have some good weather if we're going right. so
1: the i looked at the abandoned uh, dunes cameras oh, yesterday yeah. and i didn't see a single person playing it was blowing it was raining Oh, those poor people! There's a, a pineapple express going on right now.
0: Yeah, atmospheric river. It was crazy like that. One of the first days we got back, it started raining. Like the next morning, I went outside and it was it was warm, oddly yeah. warm. Yeah. Um. So,
1: I'm going to their course camera right now. Oh my gosh, <laughs> <laughs> it's so rainy. And there's a puddle on Pacific Dunes. Yeah, it happens. A river. On... A river is going down. One. Oh gosh, nobody's out there playing. There's so much
0: water. Mm. Oh, that sounds. But if miserable. we were down
1: there, we would be playing.
0: Yes, we would. <laughs> we, I, you know, we'd, we'd empty go to the our
1: forward tees.
0: Yeah, we'd empty our bags out at the end of the day. Put our shoes on the shoe dryers and go have some beverages. Yep. And just but lick our do. wounds. Yeah. Um. What was your highlight of Bandon? Do you have one, just how two? how much
1: fun it was. I mean, I, I didn't putt well, which was a bummer, but just every day it was so nice, and hanging out with everybody was the highlight. Just so much fun.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was uh, just the weather, the camaraderie. Uh, you know, what <clears throat> What always amazes me, too, is anybody... Bandon is like Disneyland for for golfers. Mm-hmm. and everybody is just happy to be there the staff wow. seems to be happy to be working there it's just it's just a place that is i'm not going to say magical cuz that sounds kind of cheesy but it is amazing it's 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 great if you ever get a chance to go there however yeah. we did have an encounter with i would classify these guys as as douchebags yeah Uh, first time this has ever happened to me. We're sitting, you, you, you went up and you asked some gentlemen if we could sit by the fire, by the punch bowl, which was great. And they were totally accommodated. I was telling you like, no, Todd, don't worry. They're crowded. And you're like, no, get over here. Right. (laughs) So we did. And, and it was fine. And it turned out just fine. Uh, we kind of squeezed into that fire. There's three dudes. And then three of us, you and me and Frankie. And then, those guys got up and so we were going to move over and I yeah. stood up and was walking past you and some dude walks up and gets right in my face. And I'm like, uh, kind of, and and he's like, well, your friends said that we could have these seats. There are seats. And just was being a fucking dick. Yeah. And, and I, I was just kind of like, I mean, he was right in my face, and I'm like, this isn't even... I couldn't really comprehend, like, is this a joke? But he, was, he wasn't he was aggressive, but I've never encountered anybody like that abandoned. Anyways, I gave up on this guy relatively quickly. I went in to use the bathroom. I came back out. He was gone. You, you said... Yeah, I, he,
1: he said something to me. He said, no, these are our seats. I said, no, they're not. <laughs> and I sat down. I said, Frank, move over. Yeah. So and
0: once Frank stood up, the guy was probably like, ooh, yeah, I don't want to mess with these guys.
1: <laughs> right. Um he was wearing a velour sweatsuit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it then it was
1: really, really vegasy gross. Yeah.
0: And kind of one of the guys kinda of had greasy hair. Yeah. And uh yeah, it was just it was just gross. So we saw him like another time, like I think they were walking into the lodge or something, like, hey, there's our douchebags. Yep, And then later I saw him at McKee's. We were going yeah. there for dinner and I'm like, there's those douchebags, Todd. And, uh, I walk into the bathroom after them. Um, not, on, well, kind of on purpose. I had to go to the bathroom, but as soon as I walked in, they both looked at me like what? And I was like, Oh, here we go again. They're about to start snorting Coke. So, yeah, it's always fine. yeah, so, so Jesus. they, they decided to just go into the stall and all I hear is this. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a couple douche douchebags out there, abandoned. it's few and far between. It's the first experience i ever had with, with ding dongs like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, don't let that deter you from ever going there because those guys are very, very few and far between. Anomaly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's just guys you meet in the bunker bar. We met, um, you know, I think it was Bryce. Nah, I can't remember. It was Dexter. Um, we met, uh, a, a guy that's a Chicago cop. Um, he's going to, he's actually back out here tomorrow. I think his girlfriend is like a flight attendant. So he goes on these golf trips all the time with some of her benefits. I think he gets like free flights or whatever. So he's back out here tomorrow uh anyways i told him to um uh, let's hook up if you're in portland we could play some golf so maybe we'll get a call from him one of these days but
1: not right now it's it's everything's underwater
0: yeah no no, no no no. i'm not talking like today i'm talking more like maybe like next summer oh yeah there we go <laughs> yeah oh man and, uh anything else from our trip to Bannon? i mean
1: no nope, feel- that's ours next year's booked and i'm just waiting for the email to tell me that it's uh we i can book 2025
0: yeah i feel like we had a discussion when we played old mac about um guy wire versus guide wire that was mm-hmm. a fun fun topic of the day
1: yeah um because it, the it's ghost tree, the tree
0: yeah the ghost tree has some guy wires or guide <laughs> <laughs> nobody knows Oh, yeah. Brilliant trip. Again, I had a great time. Uh, It's always fun sharing a room with you. Uh, I think probably one of my highlights about sharing a room with you was when it seemed like people just wanted to gather in our room, which I'm totally fine with. But, you know, when it comes time for Todd and I to shower um, and there's like probably eight to 10 other dudes in our room, uh, you get what you get. And, and you yep. can't throw a fit. So, Mm-mm. so if Todd walks out wrapped up in a towel, then you know, just just over his boob. just just take it in, not literally, yeah. just but uh, you take know, take it in
1: with your eyes, looking yeah. for free. <laughs> Welch took a really longingly look
0: at my bits too long. <laughs> you know he really sized me up. Yeah, I do know. I did. Yeah, it's I was like, "Whoa, this is really happening. This is this is funny. This is funny. This is one of those moments that you want to pick up your phone and start recording, but I was like, "Nope, not this one." <laughs>
1: <laughs> the body's a beautiful thing. It
0: is. It is. It was great. It was it was awesome. All right dude, let's give a shout out to our sponsor Sisters Meat and Smokehouse in Sisters, Oregon. If you're going to be heading out there going skiing this winter, swing on to the Sisters Meat and Smokehouse on Spruce, it's a Big Red Barn lurking looking building. You can grab some lunch, they got great sandwiches, they got great beef jerky, pepperoni sticks. Sisters Meat and Smokehouse can't beat our meat. All right man, so we got we got some news we can go over. Where do you want to start? Um We've got the golf ball rollback. We've got the rumors. Might as of,
1: well. That's the biggest. All right. Right now, we've of been everybody. watching.
0: We've been watching the golf channel, and Johnson Wagner, God, beautiful man, talking about the golf ball rollback. What are the details yeah. that you can give, uh, my, well, me and our audience on this? Okay, so they had their period of talking about
1: it, and so the R&A and the USGA has decided that. They're going to roll the golf back for everybody. No bifurcation. No ball for amateur and one ball for the elite pros. Everybody's going to be playing with the same golf ball starting in 2030. The pros, the elite pros will start 2028. Hmm. But the rest of us can use our old boxes of balls till 2030. (laughs) That's good. Um, They're saying that... The elite drivers will see a reduction in distance between thirteen and fifteen yards, while professional tour and elite male players will only see nine to eleven nine to eleven, and then the average let or lPGA player will see even less of a reduction just five to seven and I think I probably fall in that category mm, me too, five to seven.
0: Five to seven percent.
1: No, five to seven yards.
0: Five to seven yards. Okay. All right. So you have about another half a club in, although then you lose 5% on that. So you're probably looking at another full club in. Yeah, it's pretty soon I'm
1: going to be hitting a five iron from 150 yards. No, Mm. No. Yep, it's happening. No. It's happening. No. So there's been a lot of strong opposition, one of them being the PGA of America.
0: Oh okay. That, Cuz this is the impossible. USGA and the RNA. Yep. The people that make the rules. Right.
1: Uh Johnson Wagner uh was just saying this is not about affecting you or your kids future. It's beyond that. 50 years because we don't if we don't stop it now then All these golf courses are going to be too short and blah, blah, blah. And he's excited that people can get back to being more creative instead of, uh, uh, what do they got? Something gouge, uh, launch it and gouge or whatever. That well,
0: a lot of these pros, I mean, they've been doing it for years, just overpowering golf courses, right? They don't give two fucks if they're in the fairway, so they just hit as hard as they can and as far as they can. And if they're in the, if they're in the rough 80 yards out, it's a lot better than in the fairway, 150 yards out for them. So, right. Um, so distance has been huge. Now, I mean, I will argue that some of these courses have stood the test of time so far, but Johnson Wagner, you know what? You're probably right. 50 years from now, maybe some of these courses will, will not be, um, well, I shouldn't say obsolete, but look at Augusta national. I mean, it, it is a gettable course by some of the elite pros on the planet and they still get Mm -hmm. their ass kicked there once a year. Yeah. So, you know, step up to step up to the 12th hole at aiming corner or the 11th hole. I I don't care what club you have in your hand. It's still a hard shot and you still have to hit in the middle of the club face and you still have to do that. So it's, I mean, I I think it's fine. I, I'm I'm in support of what whatever they want to do, and I'll continue to play whatever ball is legal. Um, but but yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting. They've been talking about it for a few years, and it's just kind of coming to fruition now, right? Yep. So,
1: Rory was saying that you shouldn't be mad at USGA and the. I mean, yeah, the USGA and the. Royal and ancient. you should be mad at the golf ball manufacturer and the elite pros and it all comes down to money.
0: <clears throat> mm. We should be mad at the elite pros, huh?
1: Well, I'm I'm trying to figure out how you know, I why I should be mad at them
0: cuz they're so good.
1: <laughs> and is it is are they saying because the golf ball manufacturer is like I don't want to make two balls because it's going to be it's going to take out of our bottom end i don't know
0: i don't know either i guess we'll
1: see in like eight years
0: it's interesting i think it was like justin thomas or maybe it was rory i can't remember who said it but i read something like in in an argument you know against bifurcation because i think a lot of us we we like the idea that we're playing the same courses or we can play the same courses as these pros with the, Playing same, the same,
1: club, same same clubs, same clubs, same golf
0: balls, and and I think it was Justin Thomas. He's like, you guys, you're fooling yourselves if you think you play the same stuff that we do. We that was play, Rory. yeah, we play different equipment, and and they do. I mean, they 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 get these prototype equipment. Um, you know, we'd be fooling ourselves if we thought that we get the same driver that Tiger Woods plays. We can't. Mm-hmm. So, um it is i don't know if their stuff is necessarily better i mean we all have stuff that just fits our swings and stuff so whatever
1: mike wan i believe he's the president of the usga he's he's got kind of defensive and called people that are mad ambulance chasers and belly acres <laughs> ambulance so chasers. i thought that was that was that was weird Interesting. Like ambulance chasers like attorneys i don't know anyways he got kind of defensive and he's not concerned about losing five yards oh cool. i'm not i don't like the idea because guess what that five yards is going to be more than five yards because i don't always hit it on the center of the i face. know it's
0: going to be a lot more for me too
1: <laughs> and the the governing bodies are now going to look at driver forgiveness next Mm. But that's going to be uh, an elite level only with a model local rule. So. Oh, there
0: you go. Yeah. Uh, let's let's talk Smoltz. John Smoltz. I think, did we mention it last week that he was playing We'd, in the Champions Tour uh, Q School Finals? I remember we were talking about it in your truck on the way to Bandon. I can't remember if we
1: talked about it, but I think we did talk about Q School and the champions tour and how Smoltz is in the finals. Yeah, how's he doing? He shot an eighty the first day. Oof, Dead bro, last.
0: Oh, oh, it is. Oof. Dead
1: last. Ouch. And he's like, hey, there you have it. Golf is hard.
0: Yeah, golf is hard.
1: And he's a very, 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 very good golfer. Yeah.
0: And it just goes to show you scratch golfers, plus twos, whatever. Uh, you know, Craig O'Meara, I'm I'm not sure if you're listening, but Um, you know, you might correlate to being able to get on, go to Q school, but, you know, just because you're a scratch golfer at your local club doesn't mean you're going to be able to go and translate that to four rounds of golf at an elite champions course against competition.
1: Craig O'Meara is a very good golfer. When he started our trip, he was a zero. By the time he left, he was a plus three, and why? Because he's a very good golfer on a sixty-two hundred yard golf course with no wind, and that That's makes true. a huge, huge difference. The guy hits it. I think I was on that one hole. He was sixty yards in front of me, you know, in the greenside bunker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So he he clearly hits it farther than everybody in our groups. Yeah, and then he takes advantage, and he could putt. Mm-hmm. You know, I think his scores you know, are not as good if there's wind.
0: Yeah. And
1: he's still in the 60s, but the rest of us are just, you know, idiots.
0: And let's face it. I mean, he played Division I golf at yep. University of Idaho. So the guy's definitely got some game. He's not invited next year, or is he? <laughs> I wouldn't he say he's not gross, invited. He's really
1: just not, he just, <laughs> he took all of our money every day. I, I told that group, you're not in our money game on on the last day.
0: Do you know if do you know what he shot at Pacific that day? No, but I'm gonna look up right now. Yeah. Uh luckily he's a nice guy. <laughs> so very nice. It's easy it's easy to be rooting for him to, to go low because uh he is he's a nice gentleman. Uh it's not that he's not invited next year. I think those guys are going a few weeks prior to uh when we're going. So uh let's talk live um we don't have any update on john Brom yet but let's talk about some of these live golfers uh going through this live golf q school um is it just one tournament they're trying to qualify for or is this for all 72
1: whole tournament they take the top four or three
0: from the q and school I, from the qualifying from the q, tournament
1: yeah and i feel like it was
0: is it just one day yep so it's like 150- a monday qualifier
1: Oh no! It's seventy-two holes. It's, oh, it's a okay. four-day tournament. It's a four-day tournament, and the top three, I think you get one hundred and fifty thousand if you win it, and 120, 100 or something. All right. So, and if if you get there, you're you're on the live tour, and then apparently, if you're another the next top twenty, you're you've just got status. I think in the Asian tour, mm. which is kind of a thing Hmm. because i think somebody won the asian tour order of merit and now he's on i don't know who it is but we had a couple of interesting dropouts victor dubu you know his nickname uh doobie magic hands (laughs) magic hands he was amazing back in 2015 14 just I think the match play he just kept getting up and down from the desert magic I, hands. I really like I really liked the guy but then he lost his card on the PGA it was just too hard for him you know being from France and coming over here so then he got his DP card I think 2015 was his last victory like the Turkish Open or something uh-huh. last year he finished 228 on the DP double penetration so he was going to play in the qualifier and then he said fuck it I, I i'm done he's retiring at age 33 he's out somebody else is in chase kepka has pulled out
0: oh okay
1: i think he made all the money he could make
0: with yeah. his
1: talent last year playing with his bro on the crushers
0: so does he get to go back to the rna or not rna but the dp world tour if he wants, well, like, can he qualify again? Or those those guys yeah, can still can, play. Those guys can play in the DP tournaments, right?
1: As long as he's paid his fine, oh, and and you know, then says I want to try and get back in. You know, you got to fill out an application, but as long as you have paid your fine and served your whatever suspension, supposedly you can get back into the the DP. Mm, mm. I don't know what he's going to do. I think he's he's done. I think he got. I don't know. Didn't the Crushers win the team championship? Or
0: yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe I'll just Anyways, go caddy for Brooksy. He, right. Yeah, but he's got a good caddy. Who is it? Uh, Ricky something.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah. Uh, I got, I got Craig Gomira's final <laughs> round at. PD Pacific Dunes. Okay. What
0: is it? 69. Oh my God. Five rounds in the 60s. And that 64, was
1: 64, a- 65, 67, 68, 69. He kept getting worse. 64,
0: 65, 66, 67. Okay. Wow. Wow. Nice job, dude. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's just talk about uh, Rom then. The, and The rumors surrounding this $600 million. Uh, with like $300 $300 million guaranteed or something like that. Lots of rumors. He's been very quiet about it. It's supposed to come out today maybe.
1: Yeah, the silence is deafening. Yeah. Like why do not in the past he has said, "Listen, I'm against it. I'm I'm from the cloth of Sevi and Jose Maria." Yeah. And I want to win golf tournaments playing against the best but i guess everybody has a price although as speeth said he hasn't spoken to rom directly but he knows people that have mm-hmm. and jordan didn't want to insult rom by implying that he's thinking or not thinking about it
0: so he was he was very strategic and polite about
1: it yeah i mean if if you're not thinking about it you just say no i'm not he interestingly is not signed up for the amex pga tournament that he won last year right he's not in the field xander schauffele and patrick cantley are though yes yeah but some people are speculating because then the next week is the uh century or the there's a tournament that he won there at tory pines or
0: something oh yeah the um farmers
1: Farmers, and then there's another because I think there's eight elevated events mm-hmm. and three of them follow the Amex. So Genesis, maybe. He, maybe. Yep. Yeah. Maybe he doesn't want to be tired or sleepy, and that's why he's not in it. Or maybe he's going over to the label.
0: Yeah. I'm guessing it's the latter.
1: <laughs> but it's surprising that you know you don't show up to a tournament you won the year before.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean it it's tradition. Mm-hmm. So we're um, still just waiting. Yeah, we're waiting. Um uh, I got college football on here. I don't know. Yeah. Do you, do you want to talk college football? I
1: mean that the, there's the the phony outrage of FSU not being in the yeah. the the playoff. But we talked about how everybody was hoping that was in like Michigan, Washington, We're hoping that FSU would so that they could play them. So they could play them. Yeah. (laughs) Nobody was worried about playing FSU, whereas people are concerned about playing Alabama or Texas. I just feel like
0: Georgia's the best team in the country.
1: If anybody had a beef, maybe it was them.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know the beef with two SEC teams in there. Could you have Alabama and Georgia? Well, then what if Georgia beats Alabama in the championship game? And You know, so... I get it. Um, I truly feel like you're probably going to get, I mean, basically what it came down to me was, is that the conference championships, those were the first rounds of playoffs. Essentially. That was the first round. If Oregon had beat Washington, Oregon probably would have been in it. Alabama beats Georgia. I wonder, you know, well, and that's the thing. I mean, would Oregon be in? I don't know. Would Oregon be, be out? And, would Oregon be out? And Florida State be in? Would Oregon be out? And Georgia in? Yeah. I mean that it's it's crazy. I mean, it going would get
1: fixed next year,
0: <laughs> right? Right. Except
1: for the the team that's thirteen and didn't get in. Yeah. Some ex president of Florida State said Florida State should leave the ACC because it's a disgrace. <laughs> and then I was thinking, okay.
0: Pac-12 needs a couple of teams. <laughs> there you go. Come on over. <clears throat> You're practically the commissioner. <laughs> right? Uh, Rookie of the Year and Player of the Year. There's some names that have been talked about for this. So, Rookie of the Year, the Arnold Palmer Award. Ludwig Oberg. Uh, Eric Cole. Nico Echevera. Echeverria. Never heard of him. Um, and Vincent Norman. Those are the three uh, players that are in the running for rookie of the year. I would
1: no. S- it's between A Bear and Cole.
0: Yeah, I would assume so too. And A Bear has won. Cole has not. So, hold on. Can only assume he it's won be-
1: the 2023 RSM Classic. Eric Cole? Yes. Oh no, that was A Yeah. I've I've got I Eric, Eric Cole. up Eric
0: there. Cole has done great. Uh, Seven top tens. Yeah, I've actually probably. Made some bets on him. We've talked about him on the show. I think he was runner-up, maybe in the lead going into a Sunday one day. Had Um, two runner-up and seven top tens. Yeah. Made $5
1: Yeah. And he's a A. handsome man. He won the RSM. He won the national championship with Texas Tech. He won the Omega European Masters. Oh, and he was pretty decent on the Ryder Cup. Yeah.
0: I would say it feels he's like he's it. got
1: the nod. Yeah, and he was sixteen events played. One, two were win. One international win. Thirteen of sixteen cuts made. One runner up. Three top fives and four top tens. Jeez. I feel like he's gonna get it over. Eric played a lot more events and couldn't win. Right, but I like. I like, I don't think there would be outrage yeah. if either one won. And I think you. I think his
0: peers vote uh oh they do do they i know the peers vote on player of the year yeah so uh so player of the year the jack nicholas award uh the nominees that we've that i don't know if these are nominees or if these are just people that are favored to be in the top vote getting uh wyndham clark victor hovland rory mcelroy john rom scotty shuffler
1: interesting because they don't mention keegan bradley no why would he why would he because he had as many victories as wyndham clark
0: yeah but wyndham (laughs) clark won a major i know (laughs)
1: they they, they, you go you got the major winners in wyndham clark u.s open you got john rom the masters uh who what did victor win did he win the pga
0: I don't think so. I don't, I'm not sure. I th- no, because Brooksy won, didn't he?
1: Oh, yeah, and very nice. How come he's not in that?
0: Oh, he's talk? a liver. Oh, okay, there you have it. Uh, Vic, I think, is probably the front runner. I think with all this talk about Rom, um, yeah, I, I just don't see him doing it. Vic is won. one. I just I can't remember what he's won, but it wasn't a major. Um, Rory. Brian Harman's the only uh, major winner that's not mentioned here, besides Brooksy. It um, seems
1: like John Rom has the um, the edge with four victories,
0: including Plus the Masters. Hov- yeah. Well, but if he but, announces today he's going to live, nobody's going to vote for him, right? Maybe he's that's what he's waiting wait for. for. <laughs> Winter the votes Scotty coming in. Sh-
1: Scotty Scheffler only had two wins, but he led every category driving accuracy driving distance greens and reg strokes gained anyone the players one except one putting 160th place
0: Ooh, and but he would he did win the players correct yeah yeah so that'll get you up there in the talk yep got any anything else for news nope All right, dude, let's give a shout-out to Valley Carpet Cleaning Carpet and Upholstery in the Tri-County Portland metro area, occasionally in Washington and Salem. You can reach them at 503-277-9169. Check them out at www.valleycarpetcleaningllc.com. Well, we've got this weird – well, not weird. I shouldn't say weird. It's kind of demeaning. Um, We've got this tournament this weekend. I don't know if I've ever – Heard of it if it's an inaugural tournament, but it's the Grant Thornton Invitational. It appears that there is uh, some interesting groupings. It's a men's and women's pro event. Um, do you have the groupings in front of you?
1: I do. We got, uh, let's see, got 910 to 1055 tee times. And there's Mel Reed, Russell Henley, Allison Corpuz, Cam Champ, Leona McGuire, Lucas Glover, Madeline Sagstrom, Ludwig Ebert. Rose Zhang Sahithigala, Gala, Lilia Vu Vu, Joel Damon, Megan Kang, Denny McCarthy, Cheyenne Knight, Tom Hoagie Sandwich, Brooke Henderson, Corey <laughs> Connors, the Canadians, and then Ru Ruan Yin, Nick Taylor, Andrea Lee, Billy Ho, Sibeline Boutier, Harris, English, Lydia Co., Jason Day, good night, mate, Charlie Hull, Justin Rose, The Brits, Nellie Corda, Tony Fiend now. Lexi Thompson, Ricky Fowler.
0: Nice, I like that Lexi Thompson, Ricky Fowler pairing.
1: I'm interested, more interested in watching this than whatever the boys played in last week. Oh, the hero,
0: except for Tiger. You know,
1: it, but when then Tiger, you know, didn't play well. I, I was like, eh, yeah, I'm not really interested. I'm not. <laughs> But this kind of, I'm all of a sudden interested. I'm
0: interested. I mean, there's some cute. good players.
1: Guess who the uh, favorite is?
0: Um, I'm gonna go with Corey Connors and Brooke Henderson.
1: Yeah, that's a good one, but it's not. It's uh, Nelly and Tony. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm, I'm interested. In what? What's the? Um, uh, what's the Kang? Is it Urko?
1: Oh yeah. So we got. Yeah, Megan Kang, she, she can play, and she is with Denny McCarthy.
0: What about Co? Lydia Co. She's Ko?
1: with Jason
0: Day. Jason Day, Lydia Co. I like that one, too. Charlie Hole has done
1: quite well. She's an Instagram friend of mine. Yeah. Uh, she's with Justin Rose. That's an interesting... Uh,
0: How's he playing? He doesn't seem to really... I mean, he's still playing, which is
1: great. Yeah. I think he had a pretty decent day on Sunday at the Hero. feel like he might have shot a 63 or something
0: that'll help yeah yeah i'll do like the lexi thompson ricky fowler uh pairing so yeah and i'm i'm excited to watch this as well i think it'll be fun it'll be cool maybe i can get even get my kids to watch it right well do you want to talk about the hero world challenge a little bit sure so tiger was back limited field 20 people invited by tiger woods tournament host down in Albany, Bahamas, um, known for its luxury yachts destination, right? So, showed you and Frankie the parking lot out, out at these resorts. They're just these mm-hmm. luxury yachts that you would imagine people like Tiger Woods would own. Um, Dude, what? I mean, Scotty Scheffler wins. But, man, the story of the week clearly is Tiger Woods. Yep. And the guy seriously has not missed a, a, an upper body day. The guy is fucking mm-hmm. yoked.
1: Arms every day.
0: Well, I mean, beach you, muscles. You're probably doing like some stretching and bands with your legs, right? Um, just for rehab. But then you're like, I got to get it on. Let's let's let's, do, let's lift some weights.
1: <laughs> let's go to the bench.
0: Yeah. So let's I, get I some mean, girls. The guy was walking in on Sunday carrying his black pants and red shirt on a hanger, and he had like this muscle shirt, some sunglasses, and shorts, and he had his Michael Jordan um, uh, brace on. Like,
1: man, leg band
0: dude i was like oh shit how do i get in shape like that because i don't know if it's possible but man I, i i tell you i'm excited we'll see how tiger recovers and plays with charlie i think that's next week right in the pnc maybe i believe so uh and then he's he's making people excited about golf i think he's probably feeling the pressure With the just everything that's going on in the world of golf, he probably feels some pressure to be able to continue to uh, be out there and play. So I
1: think he enjoys competing.
0: I think he does too. But I think there's some extra incentive though this year. Like we need to keep the PJ Tour alive, and 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 he's the one that's going to help do it. Um, And
1: that window isn't getting any. Longer for him, you know, with his age and his body. So if he can still, you know, he was hitting it past plenty of people.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he'll play in the Genesis. He'll probably play in the Players. Probably play in the Masters. Probably, well, he will play in the Masters. Probably play in the the other majors. And then maybe a couple other tournaments. But it's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, day one, the the things that the talking heads were commenting on about his game, how it looked good and how he used to make a mistake, get mad and then move past it. What they noticed this time on a par five, he pulled his iron shot in the bunker, then left it in the bunker, then hit it out and then putted it back in the bunker. Like he did three mistakes in a row. Yeah. And they're like that. That's not, the old tiger. Tiger would have never
0: have putted it off the green. And then threw his the putter bunker. in the water. Did he really? No. <laughs> oh god. That would have been awesome. But I did see him put it off the green. Uh you know in the bunker that yeah. he hit out of. Yeah, you know, the guy, um, it's it's interesting. He uh He did mention that the mental game was off. Yeah. Um, so We'll, we'll we'll see. That's going to come with time. It's Tiger Woods. I couldn't imagine yep. his mental game not coming together and just putting four great competitive rounds together at a course like Augusta National. If his leg holds up and he just doesn't yep. have any injuries, um, you know, Genesis, I could see him playing well there. I uh, mean, he's sure. won at damn near every golf course, except don't they play at uh, Riviera? At Genesis?
1: I believe so. Yeah.
0: And I don't think he's won there. I don't either. Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable.
1: And I think he loves that track.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, All right.
1: I I I saw Justin Thomas in periwinkle
0: joggers. Periwinkle
1: colored joggers.
0: I like that. I I like that. I think I could pull that off. (laughs) Did you see him? No. Oh, probably. Like playing golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Like you know the the joggers that some people like to make fun of. Like he's Eric now Cole, embraced it.
0: Yep, like Eric, Eric Cole, Cole wears them. them. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Justin Thomas play play in the joggers before. Uh, I'm not a fan. I I absolutely could not pull it off. Um, but you know what? If you can, more power to you. If you look good, that's half the battle.
1: If I can find some joggers at Target or at Ross, dress for less, I will. Buy them and give it a try one day.
0: All right, <laughs> let me know when you're going to. I want to be there. <laughs> oh God! Dang it. Did you make any DraftKings picks for Hero?
1: Yes, I did. Tiger, top five or ten, or or to win. Yep. And then I my other bet was Max Homa to win, hmm. and, and he finished t thirteen. Yeah.
0: We we lost
1: by 13.
0: Did you win anything in Kino yesterday or the on Monday? No. When we met up? No.
1: Hmm. What, are, uh, what about the Morikawa gets tattled on by Matthew Fitzpatrick for
0: using a compass? Why is that level? not in here? Why is that not in here? We I didn't just, even talk about it. Our, I know we didn't talk about our production meeting. That's like that was like the biggest discussion you and I had uh this week. Yeah. And and I think it's definitely worth talking about. So For give sure. us the details.
1: Morikawa on Saturday in the morning, his caddy took out a compass. Not a compass. If a level. Mm-hmm. And he he did a level on a the practice green wrote some numbers down for the fourth green that they were going to be playing that day. Colin Morikawa said, I think this is going to break this way. And his caddy came over and said, well, this is what I wrote down on the practice screen after using a compass and, and level. Yeah. He missed the putt. That later, uh, Fitzpatrick hears his cat, uh, Morikawa's caddy and Morikawa talking about it. And he's like, I thought that was illegal. And then I think, uh, Morikawa's caddy was saying, no, I asked a rules official. They said, it's fine. Blah, 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 blah. So then Matthew Fitzpatrick calls Cox. I don't know who this guy is. Yeah,
0: uh, rules, rules official. I think he's yeah, like the he, head of the rules official.
1: He's like, texts them and says, Hey, are we allowed to use a, a, a compass and, and level on the practice screen? Write some numbers down for later. And then he's like, No, it's kind of a gray area. But what, 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 give me the situation. And then he's like, Well, this is what Cap Morakau and his caddy did. And He's like, Oh, we got, we got a problem. Yeah. So then the next morning, uh, Cox. Text morikawa and says
0: hey meet me in the locker room he texted in five minutes he texted the caddy i believe
1: yeah text the caddy yeah and and blah 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 so then meet me in the in the wherever the locker in room. five minutes yeah so he goes there morikawa says he waits an additional five minutes during his warm-up yeah. to be told that he's getting a two-stroke penalty and he was hemming and hawing, and it got kind of heated that how can a rules official that works under you tell us it's okay and then you're telling me it's not and then he says it's kind of a gray area. Right. Go ahead and give me your two cents.
0: Well, I mean, you know, when they in- instituted this rule, uh I guess it was last year, maybe it was the first year, I can't remember when. Um, you know, we we talked to uh Tim Tucker about it a little bit about about the use of um it's basically the use of outside instruments to be able to um, to imp- gain information for green reading. So they eliminated the green reading books. They eliminated the ability to use outside tools to help assist with green readings. So what you can do is you can use a level. You can use whatever you want on the practice screen or in the practice rounds. You cannot record that information into your yardage book. But you can keep it in your head.
1: You can record it in your brain, Chris. You can
0: record it in your brain. You can't (laughs) use old yardage books and record that information into your new yardage book from Green's Reading. So you and I talked about this. I said, man, when when I was catting, I would write down the wind direction out of my phone. I would write down the wind direction every hour where it was going to be out of. And in the yardage book, you have like an arrow pointing towards North. So you kind of have an idea of where you can use mm-hmm. the yardage book for a compass almost. So you have a better idea of where the wind is out of and, and how fast it's, it was forecasted for at that point in time during the day. Um, I thought that was probably illegal, but I don't think it, well, it wasn't at the time. I don't think it is now because that's not for green readings and, and the, the, the rule does talk specifically to recording information to aid in green readings. Um, Tim Tucker talked to us about how he had a, a kind of a, a big silver ball bearing that he would mm-hmm. drop and he would take some measurements by how much of a dent it would put in the green. I don't think you can record that number. Nope. Um, Interestingly enough, I think at the time you couldn't even use the tools and keep that in your head. I don't. Even, I think they didn't allow people to use tools because he said he would just go to the superintendent and say, hey, what's the measurement and get it from him. So at the time, I don't really think you could use outside tools for anything, even to keep it in your head. So maybe right. they changed the rules to like, well, you can use outside tools. You just can't write it down. I think it's stupid. I think whatever whatever methodology you want to use to be able to help you read greens during your round, I think should be fine. Yeah. But, you know, it's, I'm not the rule maker. Um, anyways. If
1: there's a gray area in the rule, it's a bad rule. It should <laughs> yeah. be hard and fast. It should be, this is the rule. And that's, there's a number of rules that just make it very difficult to understand sometimes. They say they made the rules easier, but sometimes it just doesn't feel like it.
0: Right. Yeah, the, I don't, I'm not sure what the gray area is. That's the weird part. Yeah. So
1: Well, and you know everybody has made these numbers in their books, and Morikawa's caddy said as much. He didn't throw anybody under the bus, but he's like, "Hey, everybody's doing it." Right. Everybody's marking shit down and and those old those old yardage books, that information's just going over to the new one. Nobody's saying, "Let me see your yardage book." Yeah. Where and did how you do you get this info? Yeah, where do you get you this get information? information? Right. We went out and played golf yesterday, and right. we saw the things break this way. I mean, it's ridiculous.
0: So you can write numbers on your yardage book on the greens to help you aid in green reading.
1: If you did it that day and you didn't use an out you or, in practice or, round. or
0: in a practice round, you could, yes, but you can only take golf balls and roll them. You can put them and to figure out the greens, right? A lot of these guys, yep. a lot of these guys, they'll put um, markers in each four quadrant of the green. Cause they know there's going to be a pin front, left, front, right, back, left, yep. back, right. They'll put like a T or like, or like a coaster. Uh, yeah. And then they'll find, they'll find the straight line to that location and they'll mark it in their yardage book. So they'll, uh, in their yardage book, they'll have where they where they putted. They'll put those, where those markers were, and then they'll put where the straight line was. So, you okay. know, where the straight line is, you know, what's uphill, what's downhill. So when you're, when you look at it, you're like, okay, the pins here, this was the straight line based on what I know of this green. This is probably the straight line here. This is probably uphill. You want to be right here. If you're going to yeah. miss it, miss it right here. Um, yeah. So, I I think that kind of stuff during your practice round, as long as you're doing golf ball or your pro is putting and you're watching it, I think you can record that stuff. And, but again, like you say, how do they know it's not from the previous year? They just put it into their new? They don't. And they don't ask. You know, if if you got your numbers from that morning like JJ and Colin did, why don't you just write it in the corner of different pages you know, I mean that's cheating. That's
1: that's exactly what's going on. <laughs> right. And it's just it's just and you don't talk about it. It just it's silliness.
0: Yeah. I guess Scotty Scheffler and Matt Fitzpatrick talked about it the next day and he's like, Well what happened? He's like, Oh, this is what happened. He's like, Oh, really? He's like, Yeah, I usually just keep track of those numbers in my head. And but so I can
1: only keep four.
0: Right. I can only keep four. I, I can only that. keep four. Four. <laughs> four I can only figure it out. <laughs> Oh, that's like your Dustin Johnson voice. Yeah, (laughs) miss that guy because I miss his voice. Yep. Uh, What about ding dongs and trunk slammers? My ding dongs are those corks, coke snorters, (laughs) cork snorters, (laughs) cork -cork snorters. I agree. Coke snorters. The the velour running. uh, Big shot.
1: Big shot.
0: Big shots. Ding dongs. Uh, and then for trunk slammers, they got me on Thursday, dude. It was a fucking wreck. Um, what what happened? Shot 102 at Pacific. It was it was a train wreck. I, could, I couldn't put the center of the face on the ball. I was hitting it off the heel. I was catching you know, like half the ball, and it was like dead shank left. How do I even do that? I don't think you were the trunk slammer because, A, you...
1: I saw you afterwards and you seemed in a decent mood and it's
0: just one of those things. I was in a decent mood. You're right. You're right.
1: And you know what? I think a bunch of people shot a million that day. I think there was like of the eight of us, five of the rounds were in the hundreds.
0: Yeah. You shot a 79 best round of the week.
1: God. (laughs) Unbelievable. Cross shot
0: great round as well. 84. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, at yeah, Pacific,
0: good- at Pacific in the shitty conditions that we had for that hole. um I fucking picked up. I, I Hey I, man, I, Stableford. I mean, it was Stableford, but I picked up like I lost two balls. I topped one off the tee into the gorse. <laughs> I hit one off to the right. It must have ended up in the gorse. I thought it was in the fairway on the right side. And then I got up there. It's nowhere to be seen. So I'm like, fuck it. So I drop. So I'm one, two, three, four. I'm hitting I'm hitting five on a you Know an approach, like just laying up, laying five in the middle of the fairway on a par five. I hit it short because we're still in the Zephyr and it yep. plugs in the fucking deep bunker front right. Oh, and I'm God, like, it's just... going to take me like two shots to get out of there. And then I'm going to be just taking up the time of the guys behind me and my playing competitors. So what's the point? I'll just take my points or I'll None take points. Yeah. It's so I just picked up. I was like, it was not worth it to play the rest of that hole because. Uh, it was nothing good that was going to come out of that shot and anyway, so that was the point where
1: we're all putting on coats, yeah. gloves, hats,
0: your it, your, it your heads a, like this because it's just raining and hailing sideways. sideways. Oh my god. Uh, the
1: there's a bunker short and to the right off the tee there. I barely cleared that stupid thing. That's never been it's no. the bunker's way up there. Yeah. And I topped a three iron to, I think, 140 yards. And then I cut a five iron in half that's about a foot off the ground. It sneaks around the bunker, hits that soaking green, goes to the back. And I got a birdie putt and a three because. <laughs> but it was like, I, I think I told, uh, let's see, it was Ronnie... F- Mick. I said Mick, nobody hits a better stinker than me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> nobody. I love it. I love it. Uh you got anything else, dude? I don't. All right, man. Let's turn it let's shut it down then. Okay. Every, everyone be good humans. Everyone have a great week. <laughs> Except for Patrick Reed.
1: Mm.